Hi, I'm Amber. I'm the ex executive director of Teens Talk Podcast, and I'm joined by um, some members of my own team and Virus Protection International. Uh, hello, my name is Sriram, and I'm here with two other executives from WePI International. Hi, my name is Maddie. Um, I'm the social media coordinator for Teens Talk. Hello, my name is Kasip Simha. I'm a co-production uh, manager for VPI. I'm Nadia, and I am the graphic designer for Teens Talk Podcast. Hi, I'm Kashan, and I'm the other production manager for VPI. And today, we're going to be talking about some COVID-19-related things that are affecting our, our lives and other teens in general. So, Kushan, why don't you get started us off with the first question? Yeah, okay. So, the first question, um, it's more of a social-related one. How have you stayed in touch with your friends and family during this pandemic? So, I think, uh, personally, so I've played video games with friends, been on Discord calls, um, just met my friends, of course social distancing at the same time. Uh, how about you, Kalstub? What have you done? Yeah, yeah, pretty much around the same thing. You know, obviously it's 10 times harder to socialize. Um, obviously it's 10 times harder to maintain relationships at this point in time. And it's really hard to you know, go out to other places. Like many times my family, every weekend we used to go hiking and things like that. We can't do that anymore. So yeah, that's something we're definitely lacking at. Yeah, I have to agree with you there. Uh, I, I mean, personally, I've been also just... I've just stayed home most of the time. I haven't gone out really just to visit some of my family members, but because of the pandemic, it's just mostly staying at home. Uh, what about you, Amber? Um, yeah, so it has made it so much harder to socialize. Where I live, um, it's pretty small. So we've gone back to, or well, we did go back to some state of normality, um, though our case numbers are rising a lot. So we're kind of, um, hunkering down again with the restrictions but um, during quarantine um, I definitely FaceTimed friends a lot I still do um, that because my school recently moved to hybrid um, there's also I during quarantine went on quite a few picnics with friends um, socially distant in the park because um, it was spring and it was finally getting nice um, and just like bike rides and stuff like even when you're like across the street from each other yeah what about you Maddie um, that was definitely one of the things I was concerned about when we first went into lockdown because I was scared me and my friends were like never going to talk to each other or like lose connection or anything like that. But like I personally have like a great group of friends and we FaceTimed a lot and we talked a lot and we weren't too badly affected. And me and my family, we like to um, talk a lot with relatives and stuff. Our relatives of like two hours, four hours away, and we like to um, FaceTime them and keep in touch with them. If I'm correct, you guys are based in Canada. So um, our experience in COVID has been different than yours. How has your experience been? Um, well, I, I live in a pretty small part of Canada. Our population isn't very large. Um, and also, I don't want this to be offensive at all, but I feel like Canada has handled the virus um, better than the U.S. I don't want to like that does not I don't want to sound like um, rude in any aspect, but we have a smaller population. So we do have smaller case numbers and also things tend to be a little bit more spread out. Um, so school wise, I know that I think you guys are online or hybrid. Um, in September, we were completely in person. But a few weeks ago, we switched to hybrid because our case numbers were rising a lot. Um, so. That's definitely an adjustment. So we're online every other day and in person every other day. 
Um, I know a lot of people that think school is going to just be moved completely online pretty quickly, but um, that looks pretty different for um, everyone. Yeah, for us in uh, LA County in uh, California, we've been um, online for the past years, for the pretty much the entire entire of the, pretty much this year so far and a few months of last year um we were planning to go to hybrid maybe in like january but like due to covid cases rising i don't think we will uh Kasa, what's your take on this yeah 100 percent. you know uh, we live in the LA area uh, the area has been hit pretty badly um large population so it was so bad to the point where, like, obviously, I was really hyped for something. Uh, I'm not sure Christian knows this, but uh, we had we were planning on going to Grand Canyon for my trip, like a full three day hike to Grand Canyon, all the way down, all the way up. It was really exciting, you know. I was hyped up for it, but we had to cancel it because of COVID nineteen. You know, that really sucked. Stuff like that, I've been looking forward to. Um, it's just canceled all of a sudden, and it just it was bad. Um, yeah, so that's definitely something that's been really concerned about when it comes to COVID nineteen. You know, a lot of things that I wanted to do can't do anymore. Um, well, like Amber said, uh, I think uh, we expected that the virus would just go away after a few months, but we didn't really expect the virus to stay this long. And like, there, we didn't expect there to be another second wave of this virus, another second wave of cases spiking in many countries, including United States and Canada too. Yeah, for sure. I remember during March and April, I thought it would be over by June and that I would at like some point be able to go back to school. Um, and that was definitely not the case. Um, I remember it was like early March. Maddie's mom was actually giving me a ride home. And I remember she said something about schools being shut down soon. And I just remember thinking that's so crazy. There's no way school is going to get shut down. Like, I can't imagine that. And then it was like three days later. I think the last day I went to school was the 19th of March. Um, so yeah, pretty much in general, it looks like COVID's negatively impacted everybody. So hypothetically, let's say COVID wasn't around and this uh, pandemic never came. What would you guys be currently doing? Um, Sri, you want me on a ticket? Uh, t- tell us what you would be doing right now. Yeah, um, well, right now, it would probably be the time where I would have uh, basketball season. and. Uh, we were looking forward to making the CIFs. I mean, we, it was disappointing last year that we didn't make it, and we worked. Uh, we were going to work. We all like individually worked hard this summer because of the pandemic. We couldn't play as a team, but we. I was really hoping that uh, if school reopened, that we could just go in and you know play. But the second wave of uh, cases just that put a uh, full stop to that too what about you Simha? so amber you uh i really you were trying to say something earlier so why don't you just go ahead oh yeah sure i was just gonna say it's so hard to tell where you'd be if covid didn't hit because i feel like at least for me it's impacted my life so much um i was pretty lucky because i finished my big theater show that i was working on all year with maddie actually um, like a week before school was canceled and everything was kind of shut down um, because we actually had to do our show early because our director got pregnant. Um, so that was kind of luck there because, um, yeah, we wouldn't have been able to do it. Otherwise. It's really so hard to tell 
because like I founded this podcast, I started really working in activism during quarantine because it was also kind of a time where we saw the government listening to science um, and kind of proved that they could do that. Um, so that really inspired me to kind of get involved in climate activism. So it is really hard to tell where I'd be without quarantine because I feel like quarantine also kind of forced you to learn who your real friends are. That sounds kind of cheesy, but like when you're locked alone in your house, like the people that make an effort to like keep in contact with you and that you feel like you need to make an effort to keep in contact with are honestly like the people that you should probably be surrounding yourself with. So it's really hard to tell where I would be if COVID didn't happen. I definitely feel like if COVID didn't happen, I I would be in a pretty similar situation. There are like little things like um, I'm in drama, so I might be doing more of that more often if COVID didn't happen. But I'd probably be I'd probably be still going to the same school and still um, doing kind of the normal things I do, except for now that um, more numbers are coming, my family has decided to. Um, other than school quarantine, so I'm not hanging out with people and we're not going anywhere other than like grocery shopping and stuff. So on the top of a topic of extracurriculars, so um, Maddie and Amber, your drama class has been impacted. Shriram, your basketball uh, season was canceled for this year. Personally, I think my tennis season will be canceled um, as a competitive tennis player. Uh, that kind of does mean a lot to me, but um, I have to follow regulations and, uh, of course, social distance. Kalistub, um tell us some extracurriculars that you have been that have been canceled for you. For me, uh, most of my extracurriculars are kind of uh, I don't really do me extracurriculars. Um, uh, yeah, so like, I do a lot of stuff like when it comes to Boy Scouts, and I'm really involved in that part of the Order of the Arrow, which is another like honor society for Boy Scouts, and um, well. Uh, it's it's not it's not been going well. To be honest with you, Boy Scouts, like I said, the Grand Canyon. I really wanted to go that so badly. It's, it's I've been like working on it for the past year or so. Yeah. It's canceled. So you know that was, that was really unfortunate. And you have to apply because to get the permit for Grand Canyon, you have to wait like a year or so. It's like a lottery pick. It's really hard wait, to get. Uh, it. didn't we wait for like four years for that or something? Yeah, we waited like six years for that actually. Oh wow! And, uh, wow. We got it, and we had to give it up. So yeah, that was really sad. Yeah. I think one of the main reasons that uh, this virus stays so long is because, I mean, people in the beginning, they, were, they wore masks and everything. There were rule, like three rules that people had to participate in. Wear a mask, wash your hands, and safely distance yourself in six feet. And people should still do that. But I think one of the main reasons was because we didn't have that much information on the virus when it first came out that it spread so fast and then people just basically gave up on trying to contain it because they thought they already had it and uh, i think i can understand that perspective because the virus not only sometimes it, it can just stay in a person without showing symptoms for, uh, like at all and or it can show symptoms after like two weeks, but at the point they can already spread the virus, which just makes it much more devastating. Yeah, so COVID, 
I'm, I'm pretty sure has had a negative impact. But I think one positive attribute COVID has brought to me is that I can actually take care of myself. I can, like what Matt, Amber emphasized earlier, you can actually see who you are as a person. And uh, most importantly, I've actually been able to put my like raise my grades. I think COVID has helped me um, dedicate more time to school. And personally, my grades has, my grades have been going up. Uh, I was receiving like um, like a all A's last year, but since then, like my grades have improved even higher than that. Kalsip, uh, Firam, I mean Nadia, would you like to take put a take on this? Um, sure. I think this could also be just me going into high school, but my grades, not that they're better, but they're more consistent. And I, I think I'm able to produce higher quality things, being able to be comfortable at home half time and just having like a different environment has really kind of helped me enjoy school more and not see it as much of a burden and more of like something that I'm glad we get to be in person half days because it it reminds you that things can get back to normal if we put the effort in to try and get it that far. I personally, um, COVID hasn't like changed my grades, but it's made it harder for me to reach those grades. Like my grades might stay, stay the same, but during online school, I found it harder to get those grades with like everything online. I personally just find it easier to work with pen and pencil. So that was definitely um, a conflict. Yeah, um, COVID hasn't necessarily impacted my grades either. Um, but though I did go into a new school, so there's a different grading system. So it is kind of hard to compare and contrast. I think that COVID, yeah, like similar to Maddie, it hasn't really impacted my grades, but it um, hasn't necessarily like helped. Um, I prefer to do things online, but what, recently what I discovered, because um, my school switched to hybrid, working from home is sometimes so distracting. Um, just cause like, there's so many other things you can do be, be doing besides like schoolwork. And if this happened a couple months ago, I probably would have been able to go to like a coffee shop or like the library to kind of like get away from those distractions. Um, cause I tend to work better in environments that I'm not super comfortable in. Um, like I have to be somewhat comfortable in them, in them, but like, I tend to work better when like, I don't know all of the different things that I can be doing to like distract myself. So, yeah, it's also kind of sad that where I live has gotten to the point where I can't just go out to like a coffee shop or the library to get some work done um, because it is pretty much like when you're not at school, like it's pretty much lockdown. Yeah, I have to agree with you on that. It's pretty much lockdown when you're at school. It, I mean, it, especially, I mean, for me, and I think uh, Simha and Krishan can agree with this that since our school district uh, has just put us in online school, full-on online school. It's just, we're all just staying in home and we don't have really much to do except school and I guess watch TV and play video games, but that's it. And because of that, like we've had the opportunity to just go and um, uh, improve our grades and all that and just focus on ourselves too. Yeah, so um, on the topic of what Shriram was uh, talking about earlier, saying that we barely have anything to do during COVID. Uh, I'd like for the podcast listeners to know um, what things can be done to stay mentally and physically fit. Kalsta, would you like to just 
uh, tell the podcast listeners what to do? Stay mentally and physically fit. Um, me personally, I used to, you know, I was part of a lot of sports. I used to do a lot of sports things, you know, maybe work out and things like that. I used to play basketball. My AAU basketball. I don't play that anymore. Um, yeah, I was pretty fit. You know, I always went. I always loved playing pickup games. So I always go to the nearby park and just you know play. I can't do that anymore. So uh, my fitness is kind of zero right now. Uh, I've been feeling lazier and lazier. So I'm not the best person to ask that question, Krishan. Maybe someone else who's pretty fit right now and uh, could is better fit to answer that question. Uh, Shri Ram, would you like to answer it? Um, for me, uh, I just, uh, first of all, you should try to exercise at least for 30 minutes every day, because if you're just staying at home and just eating and doing nothing and you're just sitting there in front of your computer, you're, you're going to slowly become unhealthy. You might not look like it, but you're still going to be unhealthy. Your body is just not going to work well. And once you try to go for a run or something, after staying after just sitting there you're gonna feel really gassed after just running for let's say one minute so every day you should try to go for at least 30 minutes just do some do some physical activity is it's either playing sports or just going for a jog you should you should really do that just so that you can feel fit and you are fit yeah for me on the weekends uh, I go walking with my friends, and especially for us, it's Thanksgiving break right now, so it's kind of like a free, like it's pretty much a full-on week for free time. So I go every day, like two, three-hour walks. Just it helps freshen your mind, um, and at the same time, you you burn calories. Um, how is it there for you guys in Canada? Um, well, currently we have like a couple feet of snow, so it's not super great to like go jogging. And walking, though, I definitely did that a lot during summer. Um, the days where I'm at home, I just try to, like, do some sort of, like, workout. Even if it's just, like, playing with my dog or, like, walking my dog or just, like, like looking up, like, something on YouTube. Just, like, to keep myself active. Because it is so easy just to, like, sit there in front of your computer all day. Um, and it's, yeah, it never really makes you feel, like, good at the end of the day either. When you've just been sitting there staring at a screen, not really moving um yeah so just trying to do anything that you really can to just sort of be active um for those many people that don't know me i'm not like really an active person like i don't love like sports and stuff i'm just not a sporty person so but i love dancing so what i do is i search up dance workout videos and then it kind of combines like getting active and something that I love because I had to come to a point that I was like, this is not healthy. I need to find something I enjoy that I can like be motivated to do. So that's what I do. Yeah, for sure. Because it's like when you force yourself into being active, it can be good for your health, but it can also kind of reflect poorly because if you don't want to do it, then it's not going to be enjoyable and it's not going to be something that's like realistic for you to do long term. Because if, like, you're forcing yourself to do this every day and you absolutely despise doing it, it's pretty unlikely that you're going to, like, keep up that habit. So, yeah, finding something that you can, that you enjoy and can still be active is. Um, I want to add something to the idea of just being fit, especially during this quarantine. Uh, 
there's statistically it's statistically proven that um by state by that if you're obese you are likely to get a severe case of the virus rather than just when you're physically fit your body your immune system is able to combat the virus much is much more capable to combat the virus rather than when you're obese or not fit so yeah i just want to point that out yeah like obesity is like a big problem in the united states i'm not sure how it's in canada but yeah it's kind of impacted everyone here as much as the virus so for the listeners out there i suggest start working out getting fit it's just one of the most it's one of the best ways you can start helping yourself combat the virus um moving on to the next question do you personally prefer in person or online school or even hybrid if you go if you have hybrid so in my opinion i prefer um in person schooling as you got to meet your friends be your friends and socialize a bit more um what do you think about this i definitely agree with you on the part that uh you want to socialize i definitely miss just seeing my friends and just even trying because just playing sports with them that was the main part that me and my friends used to do every lunch that we could we would just go to the basketball course and just play pickup basketball and that was one of the activities that i really looked up to so I definitely miss uh seeing my friends but on the other hand because my grades been up I think I'm just too used to online school but I still prefer uh in person classes Um for me I really I like the hybrid because I like being able to be at home and have time to do more of the stuff that I enjoy while also still being getting able to go being able to go in person and like have a teacher like talk to you and be able to ask questions in real time but i also don't like how well here the way it is split is your split via last name so it's a to k and l to z and most of my friends were in the a to k group and i'm in the l to z group so i'm with a lot of people i don't know which is also a good thing but just that i don't really get to see my friends at all unless i schedule a time to see them on a weekend so that's the only problem i have with it other than that i quite like it. yeah um for me personally hybrid on paper seems like it would be perfect because um before quarantine i was a huge extrovert but during quarantine it kind of forced me to be more introverted and now i i kind of consider, consider myself more of an introvert um just because i do like spending time alone and uh on paper i like thought i would absolutely love hybrid because it's still you're still getting that social time in person but then you also kind of get the time to like relax and decompress at home too um but i don't know because yeah the way it was separated i spent like the first 2 3 months of school um cuz it was like a new school too just like making new friends and just trying to form as many new connections as i could and it does kind of suck that um now everyone like i am separated from like the last names from pretty much everyone that i was like spending time with daily um so it's definitely an adjustment and it also it can it's pretty easy to feel like discouraged and like all of your work kind of like putting yourself out there is just like 
for nothing, but I still, I don't know, it's really nice meeting new people. And I do like being able to be like in person and then also at home too. Yeah, I can say right away that I do not like online school. I didn't like it in March and I hope it, I hope my school doesn't have to do it because I wouldn't like it now. I like the social interaction and I like, I love pen and paper. So. Well, uh, it sounds like you guys, for you guys at least right now, the virus just has a negative impact. But in the future, what do you think the virus would mean to you personally or to your family or to your friends? I've said quite a bit about how it's negatively impacted me, but really it's given me such a unique opportunity to like do things that I normally wouldn't have time to do. Like this podcast, for example, I probably wouldn't have started that if school was still completely in person. Um, I write for Youth Foreign Policy magazine and I'm starting a podcast with them too. Like I wouldn't be doing that without quarantine. I'm a member of Climate Science Canada and I was a part of Fridays for Future Digital. And none of those things I would have been able to do without quarantine. And it's also allowed me to more like kind of find myself and find what I like doing and what my interests are. So I am, I'm not grateful for the virus, but I am grateful for some of the experiences it's gave me. Um, I think right now I've been pretty lucky with how it's impacted my family. Like we're in a comfortable situation where we don't have to, um, like we have the technology to be able to do online school. And um, I have a pretty good relationship with my family, so it's not super forced. Um, but yeah, it's really impacted everything um and a lot of my friendships have been impacted and a lot of um yeah just it's impacted like how much I see my like extended family like my grandparents it's impacted how much I see my friends but I feel like it's also kind of forced you to find the people I mentioned this earlier but I really do think it's forced you to find the people that you really want to talk to and like you really really want to spend time with and be like keep close with um and then like spend time with those people because um when you're just in school every day and you have all of the social abilities that we used to have um i feel like maybe i don't know it's just you have a lot of space to just kind of do a lot with whoever but when you're forced into quarantine or hybrid or lockdown or whatever it is um like you're kind of forced to not necessarily pick and choose, but like kind of discover who you want to spend your time with. Yeah, I've been also um, able to join a lot of nonprofits and help my community a lot more than uh, pre-quarantine. But the problem is for me personally, I think COVID has also given me a lot of negative impacts. My family, as there's like my relatives, uh, a few of them have passed away due to it. But at the same time, um, I've learned how to overcome grief. And I think that's one important thing you need to learn in life. So, um, so even though COVID has given me negative things, I've taken the positive things out of that, like helping my community, community and helping others. And I've just turned it, turned it into a positive thing. I definitely think that COVID has, um, affected, affected me positively in the way that, um, like this very cliche saying, you don't know what you have until you lose it. It really puts stuff in perspective for me. I think uh, that 
during this pandemic and going on to the future, thinking about this pandemic, that you have to try to have a positive outlook just to keep going because it's really draining just staying at home and grieving over the loss of your loved ones. Um, yeah. I think that was a good conversation. It's been over 30 minutes. Are you guys, you guys want to still continue conversing? or? I think it's good how it is. It just depends what your guys' thoughts uh, are. I think- I'm sorry, should move to uh, more to economics. Yeah, uh, I have. Yeah. I wanna. Oh, sorry, sorry, question. Go ahead. Oh, uh, you can go first. Sorry. Right. Um, but I think that I wanna just add a little bit more about the virus itself, just to spread awareness. Like that's what. Uh, I don't want to be like you know sound selfish or anything, but our group is trying to spread awareness about this, and if we can just go into a question where. We talk about how the virus works or what it does and its symptoms. I think it, you know, it just it just provides more awareness to people. And uh, to our listeners too. Yeah, we can do so, that. I did yeah. a research paper on it a while back. Yeah, I have some info on that too about just how it works in the in your body. So if you guys want to, uh, yeah, I can go first. Is that fine? Right. So um, back in February when we had little to none research. I was able to create and develop a research paper for my um, one of my science projects, biology projects. And with that, I've kind of helped my classmates and uh, my peers learn more about COVID. So I'll just generally talk about what I learned from that. So pretty much COVID, it attacks, at first it attacks your lungs. And um, in your lungs, you have these two, you have these two things called the cochlea and the, um, and the, and the, I think cilia, so they're kind of like hair-like things, and COVID directly attacks them. And once they get attacked, your lungs become weak, and due to that, it becomes inflamed. And um, once your airways become impacted, your other kidneys and your other organs will eventually start to fail. So usually, once your lungs collapse or get punctured and collapse. Um, your kidneys, your heart, and eventually your entire body will collapse. And pretty much that's, that's the impact COVID has. So relating to how you can stay healthy and prevent these kind of things and how to um, survive COVID, pretty much you should, uh, you should stop uh, participating in risky activities like vaping and um, other risky activities like smoking. You should always stay healthy. And yeah, that's my take on it. Sriram, would you like to give any advice or info? Yeah, well, COVID really is, it's, when it first is introduced to your body, like uh, Krishan said, it goes to your lungs, it goes to your respiratory organs. And what its uh, goal is to just make more of itself. Let's say that one cell of just COVID gets into your body, it's going to stay in there. And for about five days, it can stay up to 14. This can go up to five to 14 days of it just an incubation period. And this is where it just replicates and makes more of itself. And when it does that, slowly, you will start to feel symptoms. And when you're asymptomatic, then that's just some rare cases. But mostly, you will start to feel some symptoms. And that's that's when your immune system starts to try to attack it. But 
sometimes it's just too late and you see that people are hospitalized and many older people are the victims of death from this virus and they're the most riskiest group and that's mainly because their immune system is not as strong as yours or uh, younger people might be so you have to follow three rules almost every time unless you're at home uh, wear a mask please wash your hands and stay six feet away from anyone you might not have a symptom or but if you've been in contact with someone who has had symptoms you are very high risk of catching the virus and spreading it too um, the virus can stay up to 14 days in your body without any recognition and during that time that's enough to spread it to everyone that you've been in contact with so you have to be safe and follow the three rules another large part of the problem with covid is that once it attacks your lungs and once you're having trouble breathing your heart has to work twice as hard and you can have damage to your heart and even brain damage if your heart can't pump enough blood you can't get enough oxygen so it just the way covid attacks every part of your body even if it isn't directly hurting it it's still a chain reaction of just more and more and more yeah there there are like a lot of symptoms when you get covid so um from my what my relatives told me they said you feel like muscle weakness shortness of breath um you just feel tired fatigue and you really just don't want to do anything um pretty much you just don't feel like getting out of bed but you really can't sleep you want to eat but you can't eat it's just your your entire mi- your your mind and your conscious is just affected overall yeah and uh there's also other symptoms too um first of all one of the main symptoms that you'll start to feel that if you have the if you have the virus is fever so if you're having feverish symptoms you should get tested immediately and if you do come out as positive you should you should tell any people you've been in contact with up to two weeks that you have the virus and that they should get tested too just to make sure that they might have it too and you might have spread it to them and some other symptoms are um, many people know this that it's uh, you can't smell or taste properly some other might be just shortness of breath and yeah um would you guys like to move on to the economic impact covid has led sure i think because we've already been discussing this for a while um maybe just not going into as much depth on the economics but we can still definitely discuss it yeah we can scratch the surface just a little bit and add more info so um we'll just ask like ask like general questions about the econo- economics economics um how has the economy of your country state or city been impacted due to covid like well, uh, i think yeah. yeah yeah the christian you and i we live in the united states and for us right now uh, there's been huge talk at least po- uh, politics twice about the economy going up in trump's administration but we we will slowly start to see at least in my opinion uh, every country that has been in- impacted by the virus they will start to see a decrease in their economy at least if even if they shut down because when you shut down you 
every business, every money that is spent just isn't spent anymore. Every person, for example, I, I can just go out and buy uh, a meal every day from McDonald's. But because of lockdown, I'm not going to do that anymore. And that contributes to the economy. So because of lockdown, I think we'll start to see, and we're already seeing it, at least in America we are, that the economy is slowly starting to go down. Yeah, for sure. I think it's definitely had a huge impact on small businesses because um, I love supporting small businesses. And like before quarantine, I would just go out like to some local stores and just like browse around and like shop and then like um, like even like the farmers markets and things like that, um, which really allows so many like the money that you spend is really going right back into your community, which I think is so important. But with quarantine, it's so, or not even quarantine, just like COVID in general, it's so hard to keep supporting those small businesses because it's so convenient when you like can't leave your house just to like order something online or um, like get McDonald's, like get um, skip the dishes or like DoorDash or something like that because it's just so much more convenient. And it is really sad that it's like at the expense of so many people that are like locally supporting um, our economy. This um, pandemic I, has, oh, sorry. You can go. Okay. This has pandemic has like really put into perspective that the only jobs that are really like set in stone is jobs in the medical department. Yeah, that's true. Um, so as we come to a close, uh, I'd like to ask one last question. What would you tell to people that maybe don't agree to having wear to that don't agree with having to wear a mask. Uh, so pretty much the people who don't agree with wearing it and have problems with it. Um, anyone can take a take on this. I think everyone um, should highlight and tell what their opinion is about this. So, um, whoever I cut off, I'm sorry. No, that's that's fine. That was my fault. Sorry. Well, basically, the way I think about it is like wearing a seatbelt or like drunk driving so basically the a lot of the, the points i've been hearing about like like not wearing masks is like oh you're wearing a mask why shouldn't i have to wear a mask the way i think about it is like that would be the same as saying oh you're not driving drunk or oh you're not driving drunk so why do i not have to drive drunk why can't i drink and drive like it's kind of you're just putting other people at risk unnecessarily, especially when you know there's a way you can prevent it. And it really is just, in my opinion, this might sound harsh, but I think it's just being selfish and not really caring about the well-being of others, which obviously that's something I don't agree with. I, I believe that everyone deserves to be protected, obviously, when there's a clear way to do it. Yeah, I yeah. definitely agree with uh, Nadia there that people, like, if you're not following the rules and just trying to keep everyone safe, you are being selfish and that's not in a good way. Uh, you should definitely, definitely, you should at least try to not keep others at risk. Wearing a mask, it, I know it seems uncomfortable, but you are able to breathe in it. It is proven scientifically you can breathe. It's completely fine. You'll get used to it soon. But just wear a mask. 
so that in the future, we don't have to stay in lockdown. The more people that don't wear a mask, the more time we have to spend living in our houses in lockdown. And that's not a great thing for everyone. So, yeah, I think with that, we can just conclude our podcast. Thank you for having us, guys. Yeah, really thank you for. It. Yeah, thank you guys too. This has uh, been really this fun. A really good discussion. Yeah. Yep. Very good discussion. I uh, look forward to meet. Uh,